Emotions are incredibly powerful influences which often supersede rationality and logic. This makes it difficult for us to avoid their impact on our decision-making as each of us is wired to be susceptible to the traps of emotional foreplay. Hello everyone and welcome to Clarity, a podcast series designed to create a safe space for conversations and reflections. I'm your host, Janvi Gurja, a curious people observer, an executive coach and co-founder of Vital Science Advisory. In today's episode, I'm flying solo and would like to use this space to reflect aloud with you, my listeners, about my experiences with the roller coaster of emotions. Through my narratives, I do hope that you find direction to cope with your own incidents and live your lives with a little less regret. Have you ever experienced radio silence from a person that you have been fervently trying to call or message? Did that silence drive you nuts? If yes, then what you experienced was being stonewalled. According to Dr. John Gottman, stonewalling is the withdrawal from a conversation when the other person raises a criticism or concern. In the face of a conversation that somebody does not want to have, they simply tune out or refuse to talk about the topic at hand. About a year ago, a very dear friend of mine and I had an argument about priorities, after which there was an uncomfortable silence in the ease of our conversations. Well, it wasn't for the first time that we were arguing, and in my perspective, it wouldn't have been the last two. But this argument was different. Because usually we'd revert back within 48 hours to our opinionated selves and behave as if nothing had happened. But now, my friend had stopped responding to my messages, even though I could see that he was reading them. He would simply not answer my phone calls. He was stonewalling me. Why? I didn't know. And this made me feel miserable. So what happened to me during the stonewalling experience? Was that I lost the ability to empathize with my friend and listen to what he was trying to say through silence. I felt a sharp decline in my cognitive abilities to process factual information and instead I found myself tripping on negative thoughts and counterproductive actions. This unruly emotional foreplay decreased my confidence and faith so much in my friendship that my mind became a fertile minefield of harsh judgments towards everything in my horizon. I had amplified one incident over and above many other important factors in my life. Being in this predicament wasn't easy for me. I would often be in a state of low energy, vacillating between feelings of low self-worth and anger for being left out. I would replay numerous conversations and events from the past, overrating negative self-talk more acutely than it deserved. Overall, I was a walking, talking puppet, setting myself up to be doomed by self-sabotage successfully. Even today, when I think about it, I shudder and reactivate the pain of my experience of being stonewalled. As a social psychologist, I differentiated my professional self to the person that I was in this particular incident of stonewalling. And I tried to draw a few inferences here. 
Why was I feeling so horrible when I was being stonewalled by my closest friend? And some of the answers that spoke to me in my head was that, was I feeling less significant in my friend's life because I was no longer a part of his inner circle? Was I feeling that I could no longer influence him in his day-to-day events or life events and that he was no longer consulting or talking or checking in with me about what to do with his life or his decisions? And was I feeling angry and abandoned that I was no longer important in my friend's life? These questions kept looping back in my head and it affected my emotional state at that point in time so badly that my productivity at work, at home, at community automatically dropped and dropped to such drastic levels that almost left me dysfunctional. So at this point, I had a choice, either to stay stuck in this spiraling self-pity loop or to come out of it and regain my life. So one of the first things I did was to go online and I found this wonderful place called the Gottman Institute Online. And there I read some amazing articles about how it is important to maintain a 5 is to 1 ratio between positivity and negativity while trying to come out of conflicting situations. So I used positive interactions that involved humor, affection, affirming body language, empathy and goal orientation to help me break out of these non-constructive cycles. I chose consciously to step out of negative thoughts. I realized at one point that I have no control over my friend's stonewalling behaviors. But it took a while before that realization converted into acceptance of me letting go and accepting the fact that I am not the locus of control in my friend's life. Through multiple phases of reflection, note writing and calm meditation, I was able to accept the change in status of my role in my friend's life. I finally let go of the need to control others' reactions in my life. While stonewalling is bad, there are a few good pointers one can follow. So whenever you're in conflict with another person and say the other person checks out, it's okay then for you to take a break. In other words, when stonewalling starts, stop. Any attempts to continue will not make productive headway for either of you, but rather will intensify your shared conflict and emotional distress. A little time away from each other is far healthier than forcing communications just because you are uneasy with the distance and with the conflict. Hello listeners, I acknowledge that after listening to what I had to say, many of you may have had a similar feeling and said, yeah, I too must have gone through something like this or I too have gone through something like this. I also realize that adapting to new patterns can be both complex and tough, but trust me, it's not impossible. Many of these emotions play out their own charade, making us feel low and lousy without us actually knowing why. Through clarity, 
a podcast series designed to create a safe space for conversations and reflections, I feel comfortable exposing my vulnerabilities with you and hope you find a connection, a meaning and a way ahead, just in case you've experienced something similar. If this episode of Reflection Through Clarity strikes a chord with you, share your story with us on our LinkedIn and Instagram page, Vital Science Consults, or on Twitter at Janvi underscore Gurja 8 and look us up at our website www.vitalscienceconsults.com. Until next time then, this is Janvi Gurja signing off. Thank you for listening and being in the moment with me. Take care of yourselves because each of you is precious. Mm-hmm.